Hello and welcome to Our Eyes. This is a podcast for anyone and everyone in the world to hopefully inspire you to learn wise and live wise. So to take wisdom, learn from it and apply it to your life. So let's get started. Hi. So today I want to talk about, well, are you content really? And what contentment is, uh, why it's important, ways you can become more content essentially. So in terms of what does this mean? Contentment is really feeling at peace in the present moment. And it doesn't necessarily mean that like kind of life is hasn't got challenges or struggles, but it's more of a kind of inner peace really amongst all that. And I wanted to discuss this really today because now in particular, um, obviously with the current situation, this is important. I mean, it is always important anyway, but I think the light on it for me is um, shining right now. And when things do happen unexpectedly, obviously the natural reaction is to react to that. But if you can learn how to be more content, it's a skill for life really that will help you forever. So now and going forward. Um, But it it doesn't come easily. And obviously, like everything, it does take practice. And we all really know what contentment is. I mean, I didn't need to explain it then. (laughs) Well, we do know what it means. But I guess what we maybe don't know so much is how it impacts us in practice. Because obviously, like always, you don't know what you don't know. um, And that's why I want to talk about it um, and how it can really help. For example, you know, it's easy to set a goal and, and many of us do. And then feel like when I get there, everything's going to be great. Um, you know, when I when I figure out what I want to do, when I, I find that partner, when I look like this, um, you know, the, I could go on with the list here of, you know, the various things that we think that when we get there, everything is going to be perfect. And the problem is when you do get to that point, there is no miraculous change. I mean, this has sometimes happened with celebrities who have become successful and then it's like, you know, here it is, and it actually doesn't change much. Well, on the outside, you know, it might change, you know, obviously they probably live in a mansion now, um, have a lot more money, but those kind of internal feelings, they don't, and that will always be the case. Because, you know, here we can end up chasing external things, thinking, you know, if I do this, um, if I get this car, if I get this house, if I do this job, if I'll go travelling, I'll find myself. Um, Pico Aya did a, a TED talk on this, um, for the, for anyone who is interested, um, called The Art of Sil- oh, Silence, Art of Stillness, um, where he talked about, well, he, he's a traveller really, he always has been, and he was saying, you know, I always thought, um, I, I didn't really realise what stillness meant and um, how it impacted him it was really interesting actually so I'd recommend and and the problem is we are we are kind of trained to currently to look on the outside um, and it's because we've become conditioned to do so you know so many businesses are selling us this dream and the the real truth is uh, and the ancients have known this for years is if you want to feel better and if you want to create change you have to change your inside world. Then, you know, anything that happens on your outside world will be a bonus. Uh, and and the reason you have to do this is because, you know, it's your inside world. And when I say that, I'm, I'm talking about how you feel on the inside, what's going on in your head on the inside. That has more of an impact on your life than you might realise. 
for example we don't remember everything that happens to us um, in our lives in, including you know the painful stuff because our unconscious mind which is you know one of the deepest layers no the deepest layer in our mind actually protects us from going through those feelings again because they hold that pain but that they're still there they're still stored in our minds um, and what we do say how we treat others that all comes down to really how we're feeling in our internal world and it can make such a dramatic difference to your life to work on this than just buying things that you know will make you feel better for kind of you know fleeting moments or feeling like you always have to be doing something that's obviously another common one some people will realize this later on in their life um, and some never at all really they won't realize the impact their internal world has on them But I don't really see an issue with talking about it from a younger age and encouraging younger people to uh, look at this. Um, You know, my generation are more ambitious than ever. um, And that's such an amazing thing that people are now really striving to create their best lives. Uh, And that's all great. You know, I'm not saying don't have that, Uh, you know, accomplish whatever your dreams are. But all of this means nothing if you don't actually feel good. And unfortunately, there are plenty of examples of, of people who are successful or, you know, deemed successful that have resorted to, you know, unfortunately taking their life. And I know that, you know, this sounds quite deep and, you know, young people don't really want to talk about this kind of thing usually. Um, but this needs to be spoken about. We really need to be focusing more on our internal world because you might not be feeling, you know, any of that right now. But no one knows what's going to happen in the future. Your thoughts can really make you or break you. Um, So it is important that, well, we're not taught to look at them, but it's important that you do. I like to check the news every day. I mean, I've done it since I was at school. I remember watching BBC News every morning. So um, it's something I've always done, really. And obviously looking at what's going on in the world. And it's, it's so sad to see people who have you know, looked like they have had everything, uh, make such heartbreaking choices. And and that's what people will say, you know, I, I don't really understand. They had everything. What, what could have possibly been wrong? But the truth is, external wealth doesn't equal internal wealth. Um, and that's, that's the reason, really. So why is contentment important? Because you'll always want more otherwise and you'll struggle to find peace. For example, you know, right now you'll focus on waiting for things to open, for things to go back to normal, than just accepting the circumstances and just really making the best of them. And this is a good mindset to get yourself into, you know, not just for your current feelings, but for your health. I'm sure I've spoken about before how stress isn't good for us. Uh, I don't think anyone would disagree either. I think generally that is well known that kind of prolonged stress does impact us. Uh, so it's not good to to not being able to get yourself in a peaceful state either. I mean, if you can, it will go a long way to helping your health um, and reducing your stress levels. And a phrase that people, you, well, you might have heard of before that pe- I've definitely heard of before is people will say things like, you know, accept the things you can't change and change the things you can. Uh, and I think that's really applicable right now, uh, which is really, you know, the way you're looking at the situation. You can't obviously change what's uh, 
externally going on and then the restrictions that are applied but you can change the way you look at it the way you think about it um, and therefore you know positively influencing how you are another phrase people might use or I've again I've definitely heard before is kind of about journey and destination and how the journey is just as important as the destination and so this means that the path to your goal and what you learn along the way is equally as valuable to you as achieving the goal and if you did believe this you would find it easier to find contentment along the way because you understand the benefit we do live in a fast-paced culture where kind of getting things is seen as a good thing Uh, I actually think the opposite that's obviously based on my life experiences though you know we don't all experience the same things Uh, but I've always found that I'm less appreciative of things that I get quickly and things that have taken me longer where I've generally realized I've learned more along the way and then I truly see the value in in having that patience um, and enjoying what I can learn where I am right now but I think maybe if I hadn't had that uh, I wouldn't feel I'd just think yeah it is easier to get it quicker the truth is when you do get something quicker you miss that kind of learning part of what what you could have learned along the way really and you're only going to probably you know want something more after that um, again with less learning so it isn't actually well hopefully you can start to see how it isn't that beneficial for you and you know learn that learning part isn't to be underestimated just learning kind of the basic things like having patience again is as a skill that's going to serve you well for life um, right now and in the future that's not to say though that you know there isn't this hustle culture where you know there's an understanding that things do take a bit of time and obviously you get out of life what you put in so you know yes the more work you do the more you're going to get out of it and and more it's going to be beneficial for you and it's definitely not a bad trait to have you know to be someone who is hardworking, uh, but just don't always feel like you have to be because life isn't just about kind of what you do or your job what's also important is your health because there's no point you know working all those hours to be basically paying for it eventually you know there needs to be a balance and that's going to look different to different people you know we all need time out relaxation exercise water fun but how that looks for different people will vary but that isn't to say you know you shouldn't push yourself there's so many people to admire these days but contentment is really that inner piece of where you are in your life right now and you might not be where you want to be yet whatever that is but that's okay you know if you keep doing what you're doing and have faith it will come and I guess I want to challenge this idea a bit of why you need to be successful overnight why is that kind of seen as a good thing and what's wrong with taking years and having all the the time to experience the new things along the way why is why is that seen as such a bad thing what what is wrong with experimenting and and there's nothing really I don't think anyone's gonna say no to that other than those that maybe do want things quickly (laughs) but we've been made to feel like we're in a rush but that's not even coming from ourselves that's coming from other people and it's whether we choose to listen to that or not I mean it's a bit like I said earlier on if you did become successful overnight what next you you would eventually think that and then there'd be something else and something else and something else and it would never end so that's why I'm saying you know there isn't anything wrong in taking time and particularly 
the learning part along the way I can't stress that enough and I think that kind of comes down to life experience um, which you know once you experience it for yourself you will really understand I'm sure you know you've all heard the phrase nothing worth having comes easy I don't know why I'm coming out with all these phrases today but um, you know some some quotes you can probably not it takes you longer to understand but I think everyone can understand that so now I've spoken about kind of what is contentment, why it's important, let's move on to how to practice it. So you'll you'll notice some of these because I have mentioned them before. Um, but the first one I'm going to say is being more mindful. So looking at the present moment and not being kind of influenced too much by the past or the future, or I should say thinking actually of the past or the future. You know, being in the present moment, truly living in it, completely connected to that moment and fully focusing on what you're doing really and experiencing. It's easy to become consumed by the pace of modern life and forgetting in that, you know, what you're doing and why you're doing it. So being more mindful in the moment allows you to connect to that moment and just be, you know, happy with that moment. Observe what's going on, see what you're learning. And yeah, when you're not thinking about the past or the future, you are learning to be more content because you're living in the now so when you're next doing anything really it could be kind of washing the dishes being out with friends just sit still and observe what's going on and just see what you notice and in that moment when you do that you will truly be at peace because you'll just be looking at what is going on in the present moment and that leads me on to my next point really which is being still more often. This is definitely something that I think is hard to do. Um, Surprisingly, you know, we can be kind of still when we're asleep, but when we're up and about in the day, I don't think any of us naturally just sit there and be still unless we're watching TV or something. And, you know, one way obviously of doing this is something like meditation, but it doesn't have to be that. It could just be you sitting still listening to music. And both of these practices, really, meditation and mindfulness, is are introspective practices. So they allow you to start connecting with your inner world, your feelings, you know, reflecting on your life experiences and seeing what comes up, really. This then allows you to learn from them. Uh, you know, we can do lots of different things, have all this different kind of experience. But until you sit still sometimes and just reflect on it, you don't always get the wisdom from that experience you know, sometimes various things can happen and then, you know, good or bad and then you just kind of, you know, you're on to the next thing and there is so much that can be learned from the good and from the bad and sometimes, you know, like I said earlier where you can experience something painful and your mind will still remember it so, you know, even if you don't sit still that doesn't mean it's suddenly not there it's still within you and it could be affecting you and until you're still you won't necessarily know if those feelings are there or not um, and it's it's once you gain an understanding of that that you can start to take control of your inner world because then you know what's what might have impacted you in the past and, and that you need to change that. You know, the first part to understanding your internal world is really having an awareness of what's there. Both of these are, you know, worthy of a podcast on their own. So I have actually done one before called How Being Mindful Can change your life I have actually got a bit about meditation in there as well um so if you you do want to learn more about that just go back and listen to that 
Um, another point is gratitude. You've, if you've listened to any of my podcasts before, you will definitely recognise this. Um, obviously, you know, the more appreciative you are of things, um, the more it's fostering that kind of mindset um, and therefore going forward, you'll think that way. Um, but there is a bit of debate about kind of how often do you say this? Do you do it daily? Do you do it weekly? Because uh, some studies have shown that actually doing it uh, maybe twice a week or three times a week as opposed to daily uh, it's, it's more genuine and people feel it more but I think that's another thing that's really person specific you know if you can do do it daily and really feel that that's great if you feel like actually uh, I need to do it you know a few times a week instead otherwise I don't really believe it then that's also great you know as long as you're doing it it's benefiting you um, and yeah fe- feeling grateful will help you feel more content. I guess it goes back to that kind of, you know, rather than looking for what you want, look at what you have right now. So in practice, that could be something like finding three things to be grateful or appreciative of and either kind of saying them to yourself or writing them down. Another way of practicing contentment is to appreciate the small wins that will help you feel accomplished and content along the way. It doesn't even need to necessarily be, you know, something that you kind of do externally. You don't need to show it to anyone. You don't even really need to celebrate with anyone if you didn't feel like you wanted to. The most important thing is that you genuinely feel accomplished. You know, this is not about other people. This is about you. And that will help you feel more motivated. And, you know, it could even just be a compliment, you know, on something that you're doing. It could be something as simple as that. And it makes you feel good about yourself Uh, another one is setting regular goals so I know I kind of spoke earlier about the journey is just as important as as where you're kind of aiming for but you do need direction of where you're going otherwise you won't really know where to kind of put those efforts and you know it will make you feel then that you're like you're not forever waiting because you know that they're small and they're regular so you, the, the more you hit them I guess the more you kind of feel like it's it's like a burst really of uh, motivation to keep going because you you feel like you are accomplishing things as opposed to kind of leaving it a long time to hit a big goal that might make you feel demotivated um, and yeah certainly won't help with your contentment anyway and it could be as simple as, um, you know, what's three things I can do today? What's three things I can accomplish today? You know, it never has to be big things here. It could be something as small as that. Another way to practice contentment is to reevaluate what you think you need. Uh, and this is an interesting point because obviously, again, it kind of goes back to what we're conditioned to think that we need. Uh, but do you actually need everything that you're aspiring for? You know, what is the reason you're aspiring for that? Uh, because like, like I said, you have most of what you want right now. It's actually more about what your motivation is behind that and, and what you feel like you're going to get from that. Because when you're aiming for things like, you know, a really nice house or a really nice car, you are buying a feeling at the end of the day you know you yeah you you obviously exchange the money but once you have that car you're like ah it's amazing or that house it's like ah this is my house and you know it looks so good you know it's it's all feelings you're buying you're obviously just exchanging money for that but you can have those feelings of I guess achievement right now so whatever you're kind of aspiring towards in the first place make sure 
that it's aligned with your values and beliefs of what you actually want in your life and it's not kind of coming from what other people's version of success is. And my final point on contentment and and practicing it is if you're really struggling to feel content and you're not maybe feeling some of the other points, (laughs) read upon a couple of people that you admire. Most people do do put the effort in to get to where they are. And when you understand the realities of how long this takes, the setbacks that you can face along the way, it makes you feel more at peace with where you are right now. And I hesitated to put this in because I don't want it to be a point where you're kind of comparing yourself to anyone else. But if you're able to look at a few people, because then it is more objective as opposed to just comparing yourself to one person, it, it, think of it more like research. <laughs> um, because then you, you're you seeing naturally that everyone's timelines are different, um, but they're each facing um, a journey of their own with their own challenges. And that will make you feel more content with your journey. So to conclude, you don't need to wait for anything. You already have everything that you want right now. You just might not have realised it yet. Or, you know, like I said, it might be something that you think you need that actually you don't need. (laughs) But you can do things right now to help you feel more content on the inside rather than looking to fill that externally. Because, as I said, it's your internal world that will affect your health and happiness more than anything. And contentment is a choice you know, feeling content is a choice. Uh, And that goes back to my previous podcast, you know, everyone faces their own challenges in life, everyone has their own different setbacks. At the end of the day, you can always take back control. You know, you can complain, but really you do have the power of free will and you, you can make a choice here. It's way easier to complain as well and be hard on yourself, you know, we're not trained to be kinder to ourselves usually. Uh, We're always looking for rooms of improvement. But if you do some of the practices that I mentioned above, you can learn to be at peace no matter kind of what comes your way and you will then remain in control of how you feel, how you are, which is such a powerful skill to master. I mean, imagine if you were able to stop things impacting you so much, how much more at peace you would feel internally and therefore how different your life would be. So I hope that was food for thought today. Um... I think it is really important and that's why I wanted to talk about it now, Um, well particularly now but this is important going forward always and it's something you need to remember. So I hope that was inspiring and insightful as always. Do let me know and hopefully I'll see you on the next one. Bye!